welcome to Indie Flicks Podcast. This is Kells. Ellen is out this week, so I have a very special guest here. Who's here with me today? This is Chad, her husband. That's right. My husband Chad will be filling in for Ellen tonight as Ellen and Teresa celebrate their anniversary this weekend. So congratulations, Ellen and Teresa. Yes, congratulations. Well, tonight we're going to talk about a movie that probably Ellen wouldn't normally want to talk about because it's not horror. <laughs> this movie's called Frisky, and I would probably consider this like a, a rom-com, like a romantic comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was blown away by the quality of this movie because it was only made for $5,000. Really? Yes, that was a $5,000 film we just watched, and I thought the cinematography was great, the sound was great, the acting was great. The special effects with putting the text messages on the screen? Yeah, that actually is very hard to do, it, you know? It, was, it helped you follow along with the story and... And not having to just explain everything. Was- right, exactly. So um, the synopsis basically of the movie are two 20-somethings move to San Francisco to start their career. And instead of chasing their dreams with their career, they're chasing tail. You know, I, it, it's more of a chick flick, but I think maybe my husband enjoyed watching it as well. It just took me back to my 20s and how free-spirited I was. I Now, I can't say that I was exactly free, as free as Alice was in this movie. But, I hope not. But no, but, uh, you know, going out in the middle of the night to a party when you were originally laying in bed in your pajamas, I've done that before. I've done that yeah. a couple times before. Something's happening, you jump to it. Yeah, exactly. And I actually, it's so funny because I think this movie was made in like 2015, and so there's a lot of text messaging going on. And there was one text message that Alice sends to Chloe that I had to look up. And okay. it was, I'm, I'm so, I'm, I'm, I have so much anxiety with like um, Fogo or something like that. And I had no idea what that meant. And that was basically um, fear of, of missing out. FOMO, I think it was. Yeah. F-O-M-O. Fear of missing out. Yeah. So, I've never seen that. So, hey, I learned something. <laughs> I'm trendy now. <laughs> yeah, don't go using that. No, I won't. But uh, I thought it was a great little movie. Um, so, Chloe, the star of the movie, is played by Claudia Pickering. And she not only starred in it, she wrote the movie and directed it. And um, she, uh, she plays an Australian girl and her best friend who's from Chicago, talks her into moving to San Francisco to start a marketing business. And I think that she had all good intentions of starting this marketing business, but... Well, technically continuing, because they did that small surf shop in right. Australia. So, yeah, so, so they were trying to catch bigger fish in a, in a bigger startup market like San Francisco. Get some paying customers. Exactly. Um, but, you know, 20-something women sometimes just want to party and have a good time. And they got caught up in that lifestyle for a little bit. But I enjoyed it. What about you, yeah. Chad? What What did you like most about the movie? The writing. You yeah. liked the writing? I heard you chuckle quite a few times throughout the movie. Not so much what was said, but how it was delivered. Because some low bu- lower-budget movies are cheesy. Yeah. But this one is very natural. It's like, okay, 
every scene, it's like, okay, this people would, I can totally see this happening. This is how people would talk. This is how people would act. This is how they would interact with each other, mm-hmm. play off each other, that kind of thing. I'm like, I could totally feel like I'm spying on somebody's life. No lines seem forced. Everything's just very natural. It's totally believable. Well, I, I do agree with that. Um, all of the interactions between Chloe and Alice and all of the roommates that they had, I it was very well done. The acting was phenomenal. The sceneries, it, you didn't see CG or anything crazy. Um, the only CG was the text messages on the screen. Exactly. But like if they were in the car... It looked like they were driving in the car. It didn't look like they were in front of a projector or a green screen. You know what I mean? Yeah, they only showed them driving like once or twice, and it was down the street. Right. So clearly the camera was in the back seat looking frontward. Right. Well, and then and when... It was when, doing it for real. When Alice sat out of the window and kissed that guy, and then the girl kissed her, then they show the back seat. And it looks like a camera was probably mounted on the dashboard or something because... It was real. Or the front passenger was actually... Right, exactly. So it wasn't projection or green screen. It was done very well. It was done very well. I don't remember any time during the movie thinking this is... This this part is cheesy or this, you know. Yeah, and when I said it was $5,000, the surprise look on your face was... It said it all. Because it doesn't look like a $5,000 movie. And that tells me other people need to step up their game because they did a lot more with a lot less. Yes. Yes. So there's no excuse. Anybody can get into it. If you can do it for 5000 you know, the sky's the limit. Right. What could they do with more? I mean, they Absolutely. already did. You know, she directed one hell of a movie already. Right. And and whoever was filming it, it almost seemed like they were holding the camera because you could kind of see it unsteady at times. I never noticed so, that. So, I mean, who knows? It could have been even done with a phone. I don't, I mean, there's some really, really great quality cameras on phones and if that was the case, I mean, applause, applause, applause. It looked so good. And it sounded good. There were only a couple of points in the movie that I had trouble hearing. And I think a lot of it had to do with they were walking on hardwood floors and talking at the same the time. The accent. Sometimes, like, she kind of slurred a little bit, like, when she was drunk. Oh, right, right, right. And with the Aussie accent, sometimes... There were a few times I was like, hey, what did she just say? And yeah. You, you had to help me out not that my hearing is you know spectacular or anything but yeah for the most part it was easy to follow along and i was expecting a horror movie considering what you guys normally do <laughs> yeah i know but it was a it was a welcome change yeah it, it was, was so a well great done. departure from a lot of the movies that we've watched in the past for this podcast because i've been looking for movies that aren't horror just because, and don't get me wrong, I love horror movies. You I love them. Out. But yeah, I want to see what people can do with a no-budget film that's not a horror movie. I wanted to see if people can make a low-budget, no-budget film that wasn't a horror movie because, for some reason, it's so easy to make a no-budget horror movie. I don't know why. I would think it's harder because you have all of the the blood and the and but the kill scenes and all, all that. All you need to do to make something scary, quote unquote, is cover their face somehow. So any cheap mask makes it true. a horror movie. It's true. So it's easy to throw something over them and throw in some bad acting and call it a horror movie. Right. But yeah. something like this, you're not hiding behind anything. No. The actors are all out there. There's this nothing was, to hide behind. I, I got, yeah, this was so very raw, but so polished, if that makes any sense whatsoever. It just... 
when Chloe was hungover, she totally, believably looked hungover. Oh, yeah. Her makeup was kind of smeared. Yep. They showed a close-up of her face, and she totally looked wasted. I yeah. mean, she looked like she was hungover from the night before. Yeah, and, and totally when she was it. drunk at the party, I mean, she played that very, very well. Yeah, and, and the scene in the car with the rich boy. Yeah, that was a good scene. That was so funny. And you kind of called it. You're like, just stop talking. <laughs> Shut up. Find something better to do with your tongue. That's all I'm going to say. Yes, there are some uh, not explicit sex scenes. There's a lot of noises. There's some words. It's implied. Very, yes. Very much implied with a lot of sex. But Like you see feet together, you know what's going on. Yeah, but they don't show anything above the ankle, you know. So I I would say PG-13 would be an appropriate. Mm, With with all those sounds and and the moaning. and Okay. Maybe it's rated R. But it's it's nothing that... um, is pornographic in any way. It just implies sex and oral sex. The most pornographic thing you see is Chloe with pasties on. Right. Yeah, there's no actual nudity in it. It's her with pasties on. And they're big pasties. They're not like... Yeah, yeah. They're not the kind that you see at your local strip club, which, you know... I'm like, why am I going to a strip club if you're going to wear pasties anyway? But anyway... (laughs) I mean, my goodness. It's a partial strip. I'm paying $10 for a Coke. I want to see some boobs. I want to see pasties. I'm a little money's worth. No, but I mean, honestly, when it first started, I was like, I wasn't sure how to take the movie. Because it did. It started a little slow. But let me tell you about movies that start slow. That does not mean that it's a boring movie. That means that they are developing the characters that you're watching. And I've not been able to appreciate that, but for the past few years, knowing about filmmaking. It's like when people just get so impatient that they don't want to finish this movie or any movie that starts slow because they don't want to develop those characters. But But you need it. You need it, yes. If you you don't, you don't pull in... You don't pull the audience in. Absolutely. I, I don't care what happens to Chloe if I fast forward through the slower right. parts. And you I'm guilty I mean? of it. I turned to you and I was like, when the first ad break came in on Tubi, I was like, okay, I hope this picks up because it's kind of boring. Exactly. And, and you know, you're since you've been with me and, and knowing Alan and with this podcast, you've started to look for the things that we've been looking for in independent films. And you gave it a chance, and I'm glad you did because I think you enjoyed it by the end of the movie. Yeah, I can totally look back now and see what they were doing. Yeah, and that they needed to do that in the beginning because mm-hmm. you had to know how the girls ended up where they were, right? Why they were in that situation, you know, financially staying with somebody, you know, that kind of thing. You know, you go to a new city, you got to have somewhere to stay. You, you know, sometimes you got to turn tricks to make things happen. Right, and and we don't want to imply that that the girls were prostituting themselves, but Alice. <laughs> It was a quid pro quo situation that Alice... She knew how to get what she wanted. Knew how to get what she we'll, wanted. We'll put it that way. That's... Yeah. Yeah. She she wasn't selling her body. She was just manipulating the situation to get what she wanted. Tra- trading trading favors. Yes. Yeah. If I need a place to stay, I'm going to have sex with the guy who can make that happen. If I want a new client for our first business, I'm going to have sex with a man to get in good with him and you know what we can't fault her for doing it because the place they were staying he was doing the landlord once a month and and that's what got well that was uh ian's place yes so it wasn't the place they were staying but yeah 
But no, but you know, to each its own. I I never did anything like that, but you know what's really funny? We're not condoning this behavior, but we're right. saying it happens. We're just saying it happens. But what's funny, and this isn't funny, it's tragic, but it's funny in the sense that it goes with this movie. My ex-husband, so, you know, the guy I should have went running the other way <laughs> instead of walking down the aisle. Yeah, I'm going to say that. He used to say such poor things about his mother. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's your mom. Why would you say things like that? And he's like, she's been married six times, Kelly. She's a slut. And I'm like, well, that just means, you know. She hasn't she found just the one. hadn't found the one yet. He goes, no, no, you don't understand. When we were kids. She wanted a waterbed. She sleep with the waterbed guy. <laughs> I mean, he starts telling me these stories about his mom. And I'm like, oh. Your mama sure do okay. value your education. <laughs> right, right. She was Forrest Gump's mom. Right. To send him to a good school. But <laughs> it was it wasn't even for that. It was for a waterbed <laughs> or whatever. Trading favors. I never you know? did that. I never did um, that. But anyway. I'm trying not to judge, but damn. <laughs> Back to the movie. I, I would definitely recommend watching this movie. Um, especially, it, it's a chick flick, I think. If but you're I looking for action, no. It. It's not an action movie. It's not a thriller. You know, there's... There's no plot twist or anything like that. It's just... Right. It's almost like a coming-of-age movie for a 20-something group of people. You know, it shows hardship. It shows friendship. It shows relationship. It, I mean, it really does touch a lot of real-life situations. Right, like the one scene where they get a bunch of bad news. Different bad news at the same time. Right. Yeah. You know? I'm, I don't want to give any of that away. Right. But, you know, it's like shit happens. Yeah. And sometimes I mean, it happens, like, you know, the whole saying, when it rains, it pours. But sometimes there's a happy ending. Yes. Yeah. Being sometimes as, ba- as big as possible. I don't want to give anything away. Work themselves out. And you just have to take the good with the bad. And I think that it this movie taught that. You per- know? Persevere. Stick with it. Don't yeah. give up. That's right. Things will come around. That's right. Especially when you're in your 20s. When you're in your 20s, your life is still just beginning. You're like a baby. You bounce. Yes. Okay, you bounce back. You bounce back. And you have plenty of time to rebuild. Believe me. You have plenty of time to rebuild. Uh, but we found this on Tubi. It was for free. I mean, you do have ads. But I don't think... It was like every 20 minutes. It wasn't even that big a deal. It's I'm not like sure a, it was every 20. But Yeah. It was like an hour and a half long movie. So a normal 90-minute movie. Uh and I'm not sure where you can buy it. And that's the unfortunate thing because I found this through a website that listed some really low-budget movies that that ranked fairly high with Rotten Tomatoes and, like, IMDb. So if, if you can find where you can actually buy the DVD, we always encourage that to help the filmmakers. But if you're interested in just watching it, Tubi, free. Tubi has it. Also, I recommend Overwatch.com. You can punch in any mo- this movie, any movie, and it will tell you what streaming service has it, what quality it's in, you know, yeah. if it's HD, SD, whatever, 4K, and how much each one charges. You can go, oh, this one has it in HD for free. Or this one, you, know, you can you can pick and, and choose. And it's called overwatch.com? Yes. Okay, awesome. And it covers all, you know, Netflix, Amazon. It covers all the streaming services. Yeah, I remember when we were looking for a couple of the movies that we've done in the past, you told me about that website to yep. see where to find it. So It's a great website. Very it useful. It is, yeah. 
And no, we this hope... is not a paid promotion. <laughs> no, Although no, Overwatch, we're not. if you want to pay us, we'll be happy to right. talk you up. We are not endorsing Overwatch.com, but no. Overwatch.com, if you're listening. We're not refusing to endorse if you're... That's right. <laughs> That's right. Totally hit us up. Hint, hint. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, definitely recommend the movie. Uh, support no-budget, low-budget indie films. I'm telling you, there are some gems out there that you will never even hear about let alone be able to enjoy it. Because I really, this is the second time I watched Frisky. And I enjoyed it even more the second yeah, time. Yeah, she I watched, watched it first it. and said, okay, you still need to watch it. But she sat there and watched it with me the entire yeah, time. And, and I she was enjoyed still laughing. It. I she still, was laughing and, yes. and engaged with it the whole time along with me. I, I'm telling you, it's probably one I'll watch again. I really did enjoy it. Considering that it's the way it was done, I can see how it's one of those movies that you watch. The more you watch it, the more things you didn't catch the first time. Right. Because you were watching this and you maybe didn't see that. Yeah. And vice versa. And it, that, that did happen. I, I caught a few things that I didn't catch the first time I watched it. And I, I actually really like it. I like the movie a lot. And I, I'm hoping that we can try to reach out to the filmmakers for a filmmaker, Claudia. I mean, she wrote it, directed Chloe. it, and starred in it. Yeah, because she pulled off Chloe very well. Absolutely. And she obviously she directed it, and it was very and well done. And if she's not really Australian... Then kudos, girl. Hell yeah, because she nailed the she accent. She nailed the accent. I, 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 I try so hard to do Australian, and my, my husband laughs at me so much. Like, I sound like I'm a bad voiceover actor for an Outback Steakhouse. That's how bad I sound when I try to well, do it. Let's be honest. She's telling the truth. I am. Um. I, but see, I used to watch The Crocodile Hunter, so I'd listen to him. He'd be like, be like, be downright vital. Crocodile, yeah, and, but I'm like, do they really talk like that? I mean, I know he did, but he had to also play it up for the camera to be like, crikey, you know, the weird look at the stripes on the tiger, they're gorgeous. I've watched a lot of behind the scenes and stuff. Steve Irwin was that way, was he? He, he, he did, was just intense. He was he was very animated, very intense, yeah, very energetic. That's just the way he was, yeah, on and off screen. That's just the way he was all the time. I've been working on my British accent, but you you laugh at that as well. So <laughs> you got a lot better. I have gotten a but. little better. Uh, you know, my best one is you know Southern draw because that's where my family's from. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, just to <laughs> sometimes we get off the path. Oh, I listen to Alan all of these from I, the other yes, room. I know. Yes, Alan and I can get off the path a bit, but. We're talking about accents. It's about the movie. You don't get off the path. You leave the city. <laughs> we take a wrong turn at Albuquerque and we just yeah. keep going. Sorry, Bugs. You uh, you definitely took a wrong turn there. That's right. But yes, definitely go watch this movie. However you can do it. Even if it's you know for free on Tubi. Watch yeah. it. Because you're not going to be sad that you did. No, and I, I really, if I can find where I can buy it, I would love to buy it. Because I promise you won't be like, that's an hour and a half of my life, I'll never get back. No! You'll I. Be, if you do, then you, you've you got to watch it again. Because you need to give it a second chance. Because there was really nothing I did not like about this movie. I, I, I so... I so felt for Chloe, and I was so mad at Alice. Like every little thing that she did, I'm like, "Oh, what a because Chloe shitty had a point. friend." What she, what Alice was doing, Chloe was right about. She yeah, was absolutely. Calling her out for a reason. It right. was legit. But then you know, but then you really did see that Alice was genuinely sorry for all the things she put Chloe through. I think she got she got caught up on her. She got caught up in her own lifestyle her right. own way of doing things right. and it got the better of her yeah 
And Sometimes friends don't know they're being shitty friends until their friends tell them they're being shitty friends. You need a true friend, the kind that will step up and tell you, mm-hmm. hey, you're being a dick. You, yeah. You know, you need to knock it off. That's right. Just like you can't proofread your own writings. Someone else has to do it because you can't see your own mistakes. Right. You're not as objective with yourself and your own behavior as someone else can be. So, so anyway... There's a life lesson for you, everybody. Okay, I promise no more soapboxes. <laughs> no. No more PSAs. But okay. see, please go watch Frisky. Again, just if you have a fire stick or you have overwatch.com, yeah, it, it will tell you where it. to go find it. You can even uh, plug it into Google and there'll probably be a 2B uh, button to click and watch it. I really, really strongly recommend this movie. And Alan, if you're listening... You need to watch it. You need to watch it, too. I think you and Therese would both love it. But enjoy your anniversary weekend, and I can't wait to see you next week. Congratulations again, you two. Yes. And uh, don't worry, I I got this. (laughs) Till next time, guys. I hope you have a wonderful evening, and I hope you enjoy the movie. And we want to hear from you, so please email us, indieflixpodcasts at gmail.com. Or you can look us up on Facebook or Instagram. Give us some movie ideas. Tell us what you like, don't like about the show. We would love to hear from you. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye, everyone.